All right, Shabbos, we'll say good morning. Let us begin. So we are continuing in Merit Hashem this morning in Os Mem Chas, in Sivka Satsadik. So if you remember again, Surab Tzadik was teaching us about the incredible power, or incredible care that we must, that we must exhibit in terms of connecting to what he called Rishayim. So remember again, as much as we saw in Os Mem Zayin, the need that every Midah, every Midah, could be utilized for the good and for the bad. So when it comes, however, to influences, we must be incredibly careful and concerned with the influences and exposures that we allow ourselves. And therefore, said Reb Tzadik, person has to be careful in terms of they allow themselves to be connected to a Rasha, to someone who is not living or behaving in the correct way, for that exposure will have an incredible impact on who and what I become. So the Reb Tzadik now gives examples of this. We're picking up on page Kof Yud Dalid. We'll, we'll learn it together in the Be'uriah Hasidus in the left-hand column. Sir, in the bottom of the left-hand column, it's the section that starts, Siruvo Shal Yosef, the refusal of Yosef. Right? So again, Chazal said, "Bigimara, Gabi Yosef, Amashen Emar Beishes Potifar, Veloshama Eleha Lishkob Etzla Liyosima." So remember, again, we're familiar with the story of wife of Potifar who tried to seduce Yosef, and the Torah says that Yosef would not listen to her. Would not listen to her. Veloshama Eleloshama Eleha. He did not listen to her. To sleep, literally to sleep next to her. <laughs> to be with her. So amazingly enough, so amazingly enough, so Rashi quotes over here, Rashi quotes the Gemara, but the Gemara Masechus Yuma says, what does it mean, to be with her? To be with her in Olam Haba. To be with her in Olam Haba. So the way, the way the Gemara reads the Pasuk is, Yosef did not listen to her, to sleep next to her, and to be with her. Now, isn't to sleep next to her, to be with her, isn't that redundant? So therefore, the Gemara says, no, 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 Lishko sleep with her. Liyosima, to be with her. To be with her where? In Olam Haba. In the world to come. So Reb Tzadik says something amazing. He says, V'lo muskasham b'gimara b'gehenam. Now, I will say, now, very often when we read that, when we read that Rashi, so we assume that what Rashi really means is like this. That Yosef understands that if he commits this act of immorality with the wife of Potiphar, he will sleep with her in this world. Lihiosima, he will be with her in the world to come. The being with her in the world to come is a reference to being in Gehenna. That ultimately he's going to lose his portion in the world to come. But Abtzatik says that's not what the Gemara says. That's not what the Gemara says. The Gemara says that he does not want to be with her, or he doesn't, he refuses to be with her in this world and in Olam Haba. Now, Olam Haba, right, Sir Tzadik, is not a reference to Gehenna. In other words, Olam Haba is a reference to the place that is the opposite of Gehenna. Vahari B'divrei Chazal, Hakinui Olam Haba, Hu Ne'emar Rak Al Kibol Schar, Sheh Tzadikim Ne'enim Meziv HaShchina Began Eden. So Tzadik raises a fascinating idea. If you read this Gemara in the way that it appears Chazal meant it to be read, is that Yosef did not listen to her, to be with her in this world, to sleep with her, and to be with her in Olam Haba. But why would Eshes Potiphar be in Olam Haba? And why would it be, again, that if Yosef sleeps with her, 
that somehow that's going to land him in Olam Haba as well. Shouldn't it be just the opposite? That if he ends up going ahead and engaging in this act of immorality, ultimately they will both be relegated to Gehenim. So what's the pshat when it seems to endure? So you hear the kasha? It's such a good question, such a profound question. Why does the Gemara indicate that if Yosef sleeps with her, somehow they're going to be in Olam Haba together? So he says something amazing. Okay, so we'll say, so again, Rabbi just keeps on building this up. The term Olam Haba in, the, in, in Chazal is always a reference to what we colloquially call Gan Eden, or the place ultimately, again, where tzaddikim go, where the righteous go, for the afterlife, as opposed to Gehenom, which of course is a reference to the destination of, of the wicked, the destination of sinners. So here, Reb Tzadik is just bothered by the Gemara's use of the word Olam Haba. So Yosef would not listen to Eshes Potiphar, Lishko Vesla, to sleep with her, and to be with her, and again, the Gemara fills in, to be with her where? Olam Haba, in the world to come. So once again, what does that mean? Why would sleeping with Eshes Potiphar land Yosef and Eshes Potiphar in Olam Haba? Page Kuf Mem, Kubej Kuf Tesvav, sorry. Rak, this is such a profound idea. Rak, Sheramzu Chazal Bazeh, Shehaya Bemaisa Zeshla Eshes Potiphar, Tzad Mitzvah Mamish. Bosei Chazal are alluding to us that there was an element of a mitzvah in this whole episode with the wife of Potiphar. Now, we'll say, what, what does that mean? So we'll say, the Gemara says something, ab- sorry, the Psalik says something absolutely amazing. Rashi points this out already with this concept, with this concept that, that the wife of Potiphar saw Beruach HaKodesh. She saw in a spirit of prophecy that she was to produce offspring together with Yosef. This was, she was driven, this is fascinating, in the, in the eyes of Chazal, she was driven by some higher purpose, by some higher goal she saw Baruch HaKodesh that she was supposed to produce offspring with Yosef. Or I should say differently, she saw that her family would produce offspring with Yosef. Now she assumed that it was her. Now the truth is we know it wasn't her, it was her daughter. And I will say, the amazing part is she wasn't so far off. Why wasn't she so far? So it's true. Yosef marries, Yosef marries the daughter of Potiphar, the daughter of Asnas, right? A woman by the name, I'm sorry, the daughter of, of the wife of Potiphar, a girl by the name of Asnas. And remember, they, they have two children. They have two sons, Menashe and Ephraim. And Menashe and Ephraim become the Shvatim. Right, remember again, Menashe and Ephraim themselves become the double portion of Yosef. Yosef was the Bukhar, he was the firstborn of Rachel Menu. As the Bukhar, he gets Pishnaim, he gets a double portion. His double portion was manifest in the fact that instead there's no Shevet Yosef. Shevet Yosef becomes two tribes of Menashe and Ephraim. That's the double portion. We'll say, where, where, where does this come from? This comes from the family of Potiphar. This comes from a union between Yosef 
and the daughter of Potiphar. So I will say, you see that the wife of Potiphar, again, in the eyes of Chazal, had noble intentions in trying to seduce Yosef. She saw that there was a union. There was a union between Yosef and her family. Her misinterpretation was she thought it was her, instead of ultimately, again, being her daughter. And obviously, this was a union blessed by God, as evidenced by the fact that the offspring of this union between Yosef and Osnas Bas Potiphera ultimately become part of Shifteka, become part of the Shvatim of Yaakov Avinu, of Cloud Israel. So he goes on, he says, and it's, not, it's, it's more than that, by the way. Rabbi goes on, he says, by the way, but it's actually incredible. Remember, there are two Mashiachs, right? There's Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David. When we normally refer to Mashiach, we're normally referring to Mashiach ben David, who is the Mashiach ultimately, who brings Kal Yisrael back to Eretz Yisrael, who rebuilds the base Hamikdash. But before Mashiach ben David, there is Mashiach ben Yosef. Mashiach ben Yosef is the one who leads the armies of good in the war of Gog um Magog. He dies in the war of Gog um Magog. And it's Mashiach ben Yosef who prepares the world for the arrival of Mashiach ben David. Where does Mashiach ben Yosef come from? He comes from Ephraim and Menasha. Who's the mother of Ephraim and Menasha? Asnas bas Potifera. So, isn't, isn't, isn't this absolutely amazing? Isn't this absolutely amazing that the mother of Mashiach ben Yosef is an Egyptian woman, right? Ultimately, again, is the daughter of Potiphar, the daughter of the man who purchased Yosef as a servant. This is the mother of Mashiach ben Yosef. So, also, when you put this all together, this is incredible. So, he goes on, So, say, this is incredible. The wife of Potiphar, by the way, wasn't the only one with blurred vision. Yosef also saw that somehow it was his destiny to go ahead and have children with a woman from this family. He too wasn't sure. Is it the wife of Potiphar? Or ultimately, again, is it someone else? He did, he did not know either. He did not know either. The list goes al yedezel eschar olam haba. We'll say this is what the words of the Gemara mean that Yosef wouldn't listen to the wife of Potiphar. The shkovetz lot to sleep next to her refers to this world. And to be with her, as the Gemara says, the Olam Haba. Because ultimately, again, she was convinced that her intentions, not she was, her intentions were pure. Her intentions were good. She saw what her destiny was in the stars. Yosef would not listen to her. Now, both say, here's what's amazing. What is Ripsala trying to say? Yosef himself also saw the same destiny. He too was just not sure which woman from the family of Potiphar was to be the mother of his children? Was it the wife of Potiphar? Was it someone else? But what happens? Yosef makes a conscious decision. Rak Yosef lo ratza, velo shama eleha, lo his pansa achareha, games hakavane hi liyosima, afilu li olam habo, afilu olam habo, me acha shein le his haber im Russia, afilu dvar mitzvah. But Yosef says like this, whether it's supposed to be the wife of Potiphar, not supposed to be the wife of Potiphar, I'm not going to do this. Why am I not going to do this? 
Because at the end of the day, nothing ever, nothing positive comes about when you join forces with a Russia. One thing I know, says Yosef, which is the act of adultery is illegal and immoral. The fact that I see that maybe there's something supposed to come from my stars, maybe ultimately there's, 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 there's some type of destiny that is between me and this woman, that's possible. But it's not in this way. It's not in this way. To join forces with the Russia, even to go ahead and produce what you think are going to be good results, that is not the Ratzon Hashem. That is not what the Rebbe Shalom wants. And I will say, this is such a profound yisod. Because life, life requires this very delicate dance. Because sometimes we do have to join forces with either on an individual level or even sometimes for greater communal causes or national causes. Sometimes you have to dance with the devil, right? Sometimes you do have to join forces with those who... Are, have beliefs that are just so alien and contrary to your own. Sometimes it requires that, but more often than not, says Rab Tzaddik, is nothing positive comes from that. Nothing positive comes when you join forces with the Russia. Because the, whatever you think you're going to accomplish through joining forces is often undone by the very influence that the Russia exerts over you through that union. Yosef understood this. Aisha's Potiphar was doing something unequivocally wrong. The act was wrong. The desired act was wrong. The fact that her kavanas were for something greater, maybe even divinely ordained, Yosef understood whatever good could come out of this will be undone from the fact that I'm joining forces with someone who is doing something really terrible. And the influence that she will exert over me, that influence will undo and undermine any good results which could possibly occur. The power, I will say, of making sure that we surround ourselves with the right influences and not being blind to the impact that the Rishayim in this world can have on us. And even sometimes though there's a desire to join forces for the most noble of causes, at the end of the day, sometimes no cause is so noble and so important so as to allow my own essence to be undermined by the influence of the Russia. We'll have to stop it, Rabbi say We're not finished. We have one more piece, one more piece in this section, Amir Tashem, tomorrow, to contrast the Yosef story with another interesting story, and then Amir Tashem will, will round out this Hashkafa for a Mabtzadik.